0: do and God cannot do and become liberated in your walk with God and have been, been knocked to the ground. Believe that God wants to pick you up. Believe the Bible that says every good and every perfect gift comes from the Father of Light To them, There's no variableness or shadow of turning. Believe that God wants to turn your mourning into dancing, your sorrow into joy, your sackcloth and your ashes. God wants to put a garment of praise upon you in the Name of Jesus Christ. That is the God that we serve, a God that will lift you up when you are down, not a God that will pull you down when you're up. Jesus is the glory and the lifter of my head and He wants to help you more than you want to help yourself. He has a better plan for your future than you have a plan for your future. He is your ever Father, hallelujah. He's a God that restores your losses. He's a God that is a way maker. He's a God that is the rainmaker. He's a God of the breakthrough. He's the God who orchestrates your deliverance. But God says, you've got to get busy, Jack Jones. You've got to get busy. You've got to get up, Job, off the ground and stop complaining and murmuring and worship up. I will bless the Lord at all times. You have to make up your mind that God is good, that God is for you. God is not against you. Oh, come on, somebody give the Lord a praise while I take a break. God never tells them how many ditches to make. I mean, they could have made a few ditches, but they didn't, they made enough ditches. And when they woke up the next day, the ditches were filled and they drank, which is symbolic of a refreshing before a recovery. David strengthened himself in the Lord, the cure for defeat, Is the presence of God. That's why you can't stay out of church. When you are tired. When you don't know. You just have to drag yourself into the presence of God. God will do the rest. God will revive you. And as you are revived, life will come back. God will put fresh wind in your sails. And you will, your sight will be restored. And you will have vision. And you'll have belief and you'll get going again in Jesus' Name. So God meets us at our level of expectation. Our expectation and our anticipation is God's invitation. Remember the widow in the Bible that God sent the same prophet to? She was in dire straits so poor that the creditor was coming the next day to take her sons to pay off her debt. That's a bad place. Here comes the prophet, the Word of the Lord, and he says to her, go borrow in 2 Kings 4, vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbours, empty vessels. Hallelujah. Some of you are as low as you can go. The only way you can go now is up in Jesus' Name. Some of you have been down for too long. Things are just gonna get better in the Name of Jesus. Oh, shout Amen in the Name of Jesus. Get some faith in your unction today. He says, do not gather just a few. I mean, it's what God says. Don't have a little expectation, teaspoon expectation. Oh, I'm just going to get along in life. You know, we were born on the wrong side of the railway and my family never graduated. Well, you'd be the first one to get a degree. Thank you very much. Well, you know, you know we're not as clever as other people. Says who? Who told you? Who told you that you're not beautiful? Who told you that you're not intelligent? Who told you that you're not able? Who told you that you cannot do it? Who told you? We need to reprogram your mind and tell you what God says about you. You're a mighty man of valor. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Whether you know your earthly father or not, it matters not. You are designed by God for this hour. And you are designed hey, by God to be the head and not the tail. That's the Bible. You were created by God. He made you, not your mama and your papa. That child comes from God. So it says, Empty vessels do not gather just a few and when you've come and you shall shut the door behind you. Switch off the television. our television. Switch off social media. Switch off your friends that are all negative. Hello. Evil communications corrupt good morals. See you later alligator. Right? You shut the door to unbelief. If you want God to walk you through your valley, you have to shut the door. To all unbelief, negativity, to what people are saying cannot be done. Because whenever people say something cannot be done, God sits up and He listens and He sees if He can find somebody that will believe. Somebody that will change the odds. Somebody that will step up to Goliath. Somebody that is not afraid of the Egyptians. Somebody that believes. Even though all the odds are against me and the deck is stacked against me, it doesn't matter. I'm not staying where I am. I'm getting on with my life, I'm gonna find a job. Even if it's to be a waitress, I'm gonna be the best waitress with the greatest attitude. I'm gonna get the biggest tips and somebody's gonna find me and somebody's gonna employ me and I'm gonna have my dream job in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm not gonna be like everybody else. I'm a child of God, I'm gonna walk tall. I'm gonna stand strong because I hail from God and the seed of greatness is on the inside of me. Somebody will notice me in my prison, Joseph. Somebody will notice you. Somebody will notice you. If you will excel, if you will be better, if you will work harder, if you will be smarter. Not if you work with that entitlement mentality that is so prevalent in our day and age. If you work overtime, don't put in a bill for overtime. Be smart. When you're squabbling for 100 rand extra, And and the boss of that company is looking for the person that is not just a hireling, that he can make a manager. So you want to be a manager, start thinking like a manager and get rid of this, gimme, 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 you owe me, get rid of it. Nobody appreciates that. Your mama might, but outside of your mama's home, nobody, nobody appreciates that. Attitude of entitlement. Dig your own ditches. I'm say, dig your grave or your groove. Dig a ditch at the word of the Lord. Get the degree. Stop vacillating. Go get that job. Go make that phone call. Give your tithe. Serve in that zone. Do what God prompted you to do. Stop vacillating. And when you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you and your sons and pour it into all those vessels and set it aside, the full ones. Now it came to pass when the vessels were full, not half-filled, that she said to her son, bring me another vessel. And he said, there is not another vessel, so the oil ceased. So what do we see from this story? And we see from Peter's story with fishing. We see from the ditches. We see from every story in the Bible that God does not limit the extent of your miracle or your breakthrough or your life. Psalm 78 verse 41, the Bible says, they limited the Holy One of Israel. Mark chapter 6, Jesus could do no miracles because of the unbelief. We talk about the year of the breakthrough. Let's look back after the last six months and look at what ditches you have dug. We're not talking about what holes have you tried to dig for other people through your gossip and your slander. We're talking about what ditches of faith. How many lines have you cast out into the sea? How many prayers have you prayed? How many confessions have you made? What seed have you sown? What is your efforts that you are putting every day in line with the expectation of breakthrough because nothing just happens. I mean, with Peter, the fish didn't jump into the boat. They had to launch out and do the possible. These people had to dig the ditches. God sent the rain. And I'll tell you this. Maybe the greatest thing we can do is to change our attitude towards God, towards ourselves, towards others, and towards life. And to make a decision to get on with it. Not to get stuck in yesterday. So one thing Paul said, this one thing I do, forgetting what is behind. 2020, terrible year, 2021, terrible year. First part of 2022, terrible. Now, we're out. I said you are out. The door has been opened. You can now move. You can now move. You can now dig ditches. You can cast your lives. You can cast your bread. Our television audience, I know you have to go. We love you. Follow us on uh, CRC Church. Uh, thank you for being with us every week. God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Come on, give the Lord a praise. Hallelujah. You know, people that live with with, with positive expectation don't have time to meddle with the the, the small negativities of this life. Because every generation has had giants to slay. South Africa, we face many giants. But we will prevail. Or some of us will prevail. If they close the door over you, God will open another door. If, if, if things change, trends in the marketplace, the way we sell our product, We don't fall over and complain and talk about the good old days. No, now is all you have. And God is the same yesterday, today and forever. And what worked 20 years ago will not work today and will not secure your breakthrough tomorrow. So think about it. You have God who lives in you. God who is creative. God who leads you, God who guides you. God who wants to show you the future and teach you. We can never be in a place of hopelessness. We can never be in a place of, I don't know. Because when we draw close to God, as this king did, and it was a desperate situation. I mean, no water, seven days. Animals starving, men starving, facing innumerable odds against them. The king is so negative, he believes it's the end. Then God brings a prophet because of Jehoshaphat, a godly man who served the Lord. And God says, things are gonna be better. I said, things are gonna be better and it's gonna be a simple matter in the sight of the Lord. All you have to do is respond to the Word of the Lord and begin to dig some ditches. Maybe in your marriage, maybe in your business, maybe in your mindset, maybe in your conversation, maybe in the way you work with your staff, maybe with employments or appointments, whatever it is, God holds your future in the palm of His hand and He is the rainmaker. I'll close and say this again. If God specialises in making rain, we should specialise in making ditches. Not just one of selling in the university. According to your expectation. Not small efforts. Not small prayers. Well Lord, if you have any time for me, I know you're very busy up there. <laughs> it's like, okay. He's got the whole world in His hand. He's got the whole world in His hand. He's got the whole world. He's got you and me brother. Brother, brother, brother. He's got you and me, sister. Sister, sister, sister. In his hand. He's got the whole world in his hand. So what makes you so special that you think God doesn't care about you? What makes your problem so big that you think God cannot solve it? Huh? My mother always tells me, don't say, huh? I say, okay, Ma." Huh? What makes your situation so difficult? I'll tell you what makes it difficult. And this is where we don't like it because there's a God part and there's a man part. I have to get busy reading the Bible. I have to get busy renewing my mind. I have to get busy changing my conversation. I have to get busy with my prayer life. I have to get busy with conforming to Christ. I have to get busy with breaking wrong relationships. I have to get busy with not going to the places that steal my faith and my Christian witness. I have to do the possible. We're not talking about works to get you saved. We're talking about you walking in what God has planned for you. Obedience. So the prophet didn't like the king and yet God delivered the king because that's who God is. I don't care what you've done, where you've been, how low you have sunk, it matters not. 2,000 years ago, Jesus paid the price for every sin you've ever committed and every sin you can still commit. This Christian journey is a journey of surrender and dependence. It's not just coming and giving your life to Jesus. It's saying, Lord, I'm going to walk with you into the future that you have for me. And my number one prayer will be not my will be done, but Thy will be done. Whatever You please, Father, I will follow that path for my life. For some of you, for things to change, you have to change within. Maybe you're still sitting on the fence. Maybe you're still undecided. I don't know. You know, we can all act happy and Christian-like, but where are you? Inside with Him and this is something we have to reflect on and evaluate every time we come into the presence of God. where am I in relationship to Him? I mean this is not a religion. It's a call to intimacy. It's a call to walk with Jesus Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit. And maybe you're sitting out today and you know that your life is not right with God. Somebody brought you here in this holiday, yet has slept in your bowl maar hy sê die een Godse wil nie, want God het die ontmoeting gereel met jou vanochtend. En jy het baie vraag aan jou gemoed, maar jou hart is al bezig om iets te gebeuren. God praat met jou. What is it prophet a man if he gains the whole world and loses himself? There is no life without Jesus Christ. It's the greatest revelation I ever discovered. Jesus doesn't just impact your life that you have peace to go to heaven, but it gives you a quality of life in every area that this world can't give you, that the world wants to take away from you. I'm talking about every area, the way you raise your children, the food you eat, the places you go, what you put in your mouth, the music you listen to, it affects absolutely every area of your life and you watch people that have walked with God for three years and you watch people who haven't. It's like, you know, even if there was no heaven, I'll choose this Jesus kind of life because it's a quality of life that, that, that nothing in the world, not even Buddhism can give you. Nothing. Because it's a life of surrender, of seeing other people who are less fortunate It's a life of not living self-absorbed. It's a life of caring for other people. And the more you care and help other people, the better you feel. Those things don't take you to heaven, but those things are part of your Christian walk where you actually see people. That's what happened to me. When I got saved, forget the colours, that I saw colours. Listen, man, I, I I, I was in shock for a few weeks because I almost died without Jesus. I wasn't like, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I was like, my word, I just made it. I just made it. And I thought about the times that I was almost dead. The times through riotous living, etc. where I almost lost my life and I thought, I just made it. I just made it. And that did something in me that I realized, I've got to tell people. I've got to tell people. I just made it by the skin of my teeth. I just made it. Listen. I just, this man, just made it. I almost died many times, I just made it. Just made it. That's why this is not a game for me. I often wondered where I would be. I wouldn't be alive 10 to 1. What I would have done? The friends that walked with me, one became a political assassinator, killed one of the top politicians, blah, 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 ran out of the country for 30 something years, hid in Uganda. Too many stories about the people I hung out with and I got saved, they never did, and their lives turned out a mess, a total mess, because for them this Jesus thing was just, ach, okay, Jesus, living Jesus, onse vader, nie, 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 hy God, en, 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 hy het omself vir jou gegee, hy het vir jou gesterwe, so dat jy kan lewe, hier is net het anplaksel nie, hier is roeping, a rupping tot oorgawe waar jy jou leven aan Jesus oorgee en dan verander alles. Then everything changes. You surrender your life to Him. I want every head bowed, every eye closed, please. People need to come back to God. People need to return to their first love. People need to get back with God. That's where it all changes. That's where it all starts. Every head bowed, every eye closed, no one moving. They're in Blomfontein, in Johannesburg, in Durban this morning, in all our churches across this great country, in Southern Africa, this morning, you may be like the prodigal this morning, there's a little voice in your heart that says, get right with God. I need a new beginning, a new start. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. While every head is bowed, every eye closed, God's speaking to you. In your heart of hearts, don't worry about your wife. God's talking to her as well. I don't care about the people that brought you to church. Maybe God's talking to them as well. I don't know. But I know that God is not willing that any should perish. And you are not here by accident. So this morning, if you say, Pastor, I need a fresh start with God, a new beginning, then I want to pray with you. While every head is bowed, if that is the cry of your heart, Then quietly just slip up your hand. I want to say a prayer for you all over this place. Just lift your hand quickly all over. Raise it, raise it. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. God bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you. God bless you, God bless you, bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Yes, up there as well. God bless you. God bless you. There is a heaven to gain. There is a hell to shine. I sat in a meeting with a hangover. Maybe after the rugby, you partied all night. It doesn't matter. God saved me with my hangover. He saved me, forgave me, changed me. It's the greatest miracle that can take place. You have not yet raised your hand. You have not yet hand your hand. You know God will with you in the morning. Tell your hand again. I will stand with bid, please. Tell him up. Tell him up. In Jesus' name. Thank you. Tell him up. Tell him up. Up, 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 We have to live dependent on God's grace. The minute you think you've you've got it all, you've made it, and you're okay, you actually are not okay. uh, and God wants to bless you out of your socks but let's just live dependent and please I know it's holiday but come on let's fill this place after holiday bring our friends invite our people go find the prodigals bring them back into the presence of God come on come on Christians that are still watching us we can't go fill rugby stadiums and we're afraid to come to church Yeah, never Amen. Just let me pray with you, please. Close your eyes. Everybody in all our churches, pray with us right now. Say, Lord Jesus, I surrender my life to You. I open my heart and I invite You to be my Lord, to be my Savior. Thank You that You love me personally. You care about me so much that You died for all my sin. I believe today that you are the Christ. I believe you rose from the grave. I believe you're alive. Today, I accept you. Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. Thank you for a new beginning, for the forgiveness of all my sin, and for setting me free. Touch me now, Father, in my spirit, my soul, and my body and use me as a vessel of honour for your glory in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. We hope you received exactly what God had in store for you from this week's message. If you have been touched by our ministry, you can help us achieve our mandate and win the lost at any cost by visiting our website at crcchurch.com. Thanks again for listening and God bless.